Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast where we're talking about what's going on in this day in music history. 1956, Elvis Presley started recording what would be his first album at RCA's New York Studios. Songs recorded included his version of the Carl Perkins song, Blue Suede Shoes. Johnny Cash planted the seed for the song in the fall of 1955, while Perkins, Cash, Elvis Presley, and other Louisiana hayride acts toured throughout the South. Cash told Perkins of a black airman, C.V. White, whom he had met while serving in the military in Germany, who had referred to his military regulation airman's shoes as blue suede shoes. 1961, The Shirelles. The Shirelles became the first all-black girl group to have the number one song on the U.S. chart when Will You Love Me Tomorrow reached the top. The song peaked at number four in the U.K. 2015, record producer Suge Knight is arrested in Los Angeles on suspicion of murder the day after he was involved in a hit-and-run that killed his friend Terry Carter and injured actor Clay Danielle Sloan. Knight was on the set of the NWA biopic Straight Outta Compton when he allegedly argued with the two men, then followed them to a burger joint where he ran them down in the parking lot. Witnesses claim he even backed over the victims with his truck before leaving the scene, but Knight's lawyer insists he was fleeing for his own safety. Alright, 2014, Poison lead singer Brett Michaels introduces his new line of cologne, Roses and Thorns, because every rose has its thorn. Mm. 2013, Patty Andrews, lead singer of the Andrews Sisters, dies at age 94. She was the youngest and last surviving member of the group of Singing Sisters. 2002, Freddie Fender is released from a San Antonio, Texas hospital after successfully recovering from kidney transplant surgery. 1996, Easy es posthumous album Straight Off the Streets of Motherfucking Compton is released. The debate it debuts at number three on the Billboard 200 chart and number one on the R&B's hip hop album chart. 1993, the Easy E EP. 5150 Home for the Sick. His first recording since the end of NWA debuts at number 70 on the Billboard's 200 chart. 1989 Exodus releases their third studio album, Fabulous Disaster. 1988 NXS land their first and only US number one with Need You Tonight. 1982, country blues musician Lightning Hopkins dies of esophageal cancer at age 69. 1980, New Orleans bluesman Professor Longhair dies of a heart attack at age 61. 1979, Donna Summers and Barbara Streisand's duet No More Tears, Enough is Enough becomes the first 12-inch single certified gold by the RIAA. 1971, Neil Young performs The Needle and the Damage Done at UCLA's Royce Hall. The song is recorded and released on the Harvest album a year later. 2016, David Bowie's Black Star album hits number one in America 20 days after his death. It is Bowie's first number one album in the States. 1973, 
Kiss play their first concert, performing at the Popcorn Club in Queens, New York. They wear makeup on stage, but not the look they become known for. Uh, 1972, British soldiers opened a fire on 26 unarmed civilians during a peaceful protest march in Derry, Northern Ireland, resulting in 14 deaths. The incident inspires Paul McCartney to write Give Ireland Back to the Irish, Wings' debut single, and gives rise to the U2 song Sunday Bloody Sunday. 1958, Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock enters the UK chart at number one, the first single ever to do so. 1951, Phil Collins is born in Chiswick, London, England, before embarking on a solo career in 1980. He's the drummer and lead singer of Genesis, of course. 1951, Marv Ross, guitarist for Quarter Flash, is born in Oregon. 1949, William King, multi-instrumentalist for Commodores, is born in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, 1942, Marty Ballin, vocalist for Jefferson Airplane Starship, is born Martin Jarrell Butchwald in Cincinnati, Ohio. And in 1969, the Beatles staged their famous rooftop concert on the roof of Apple Records in London after performing a few songs, including Get Back and Don't Let Me Down. The police shut them down as a large crowd gathers. It is the Beatles' last public performance. And that should do it for today's podcast of This Day in Music History. I thank you for joining and Look forward to having you return to hear some more stories. Thank you.